In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that celebrates fearless romance creators. I'm Jenny Nordback. And I'm Melody Carlisle. We just sent out the most beautiful Soul Eater art to all of the U.S. celebrants in our Temple of Defiant Joy. International celebrants can expect the digital file in their email. The artist, Vic Gray, chose the moment where Danny sees Wynn's face for the first time, and mm-hmm. I nearly swooned when I saw it. It's so beautiful. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of hoping for some not safe for work action in this next round of art, but I mean, this one is just so swoony and romantic. It's so pure. Ooh, we want to wish one very special joy lover a belated happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, David D. Um, <laughs> happy 40th birthday. Yeah, happy 40th. David paid it forward on his birthday and donated an annual Believer membership to the temple. So two people from our membership assistance list now have access to all of our bonus content for a full year. So oh my God. what a cool way to celebrate your birthday. Uh, David, you rule. Okay, so today we're taking our first foray into the world of horror romance, and I got to be the person who read it. (laughs) I was a very lucky, lucky person. Kenya Gori Bell gifted us with this truly outstanding, kinky, delicious, and a little scary demon book. So let's jump into Her Soul to Take by Harley LaRue. I have been told I'm going to be murdered in the pants. Right in the pants, By this book. Oh, yeah. And I am excited. I am here for it. And if I'm getting murdered in the pants, all of you are getting murdered in the pants. That's right. Kenya and I are here to do a job. 
we are here. <laughs> We're serious about it, too. Just as serious as this book was. Oh, my God. Kenya, I feel so special and honored and all the things because I've gotten to talk to you twice in like a week. And it's kind of the best thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, after we talked, I literally wanted to call you three times, but I didn't want to be weird. <laughs> Be weird. Be weird. I think I've decided I to make friends as an adult. You have to be willing to make it weird a little bit. And mm -hmm. then you kind of get over the hump. But yep. until right. then it's like, oh, this is awkward. Yeah, it's true. Oh, my gosh. So, Kenya, we need to know what counts as bonkers to you. Bonkers is anything that challenges what I already think I understand about romance. Ooh. Yes. I like to be challenged. And so reading in this particular instance, something that was that scared me. Ooh, yeah. Is kind of bonkers that I would then love it so much. So I love to be challenged. Anything that is going to push those boundaries and make me think a little different about how people work together in situations Ooh. and love and really makes me like question my place in the universe somewhat. I like even. that. And so I love to be challenged in that kind of way. So that's what's bonkers to me. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. That's yeah. a really cool answer. Yay. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm going to chew on that one for a while, I think. Yeah. So, okay. So in this case, you chose a horror romance because you told me that you mostly read dark romance, right? Not mostly, but. I turned the corner in maybe 2018. <laughs> uh -huh. Sienna Snow challenged me and she was like, I read dark romance and she introduced me to dark romance. And ever since then, I have like gone down the dark romance rabbit hole and have not looked back. So right now, a large majority of my reading is dark romance. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you offered up some doozies to us, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I was very excited about all of them, but we chose the demon, you know? Like, why not? Yeah. So we're going to get to that in just a minute, because I do need to murder Jenny's pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but before we do that, we're going to do a quick Bunkers update. Oh, hey, it's temple update time. This month, we're back on our bullshit with Katie regaling us with more fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. And I can neither confirm nor deny that we discover an actual hard limit for Katie. Hannah Witten is also going to stop by to give us all of her best spooky season wrecks. In book club news, everyone in the Joybringer tier and Celebrant tier can download their ebook copies of My Wicked Prince by Molly O'Keefe and the entire audiobook collection of Court of the Vampire Queen by the one and only Katie Robert. Finally, Joybringers and Celebrants can check out all the digital art we've created for the temple. It's all on one convenient page waiting for you. If you want to get in on any of this goodness, head to bonkersromance.com slash temple and sign up. All right, back to the show. 
So, Kenya, how dare you? You brought us her soul to take. <laughs> and I've kind of like not been okay By all week. Harley LaRue, is that the yes. right author yes, name? Harley LaRue. Yeah. You would love her. You would love her. She is gorgeous, just beautiful. So I kind of already have a crush on her. Like yes. she went from the long hair to the, the short hair. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Might have stalked her on Instagram and I'm kind of here for it. So. Yeah, she's yes. rocking that short hair. Hard. I get a little giggly. <laughs> yeah. Well, get ready because oh, her brain is a wonderful place. Okay. So we start off and we have we have Leon, which I think is a hilarious name for an ancient demon. Uh-huh. But I'm just going to put that aside and we're just going to accept it for what it is. His name is Leon. <laughs> Leon and, the demon. That's right. And he has been in captivity for a hundred years. In, by in captivity, I mean he's been enslaved by this family of magicians for a hundred years. And... It's gotten to the point where, like, they are pretty much, co- like, trigger warning, like, constantly torturing him. So, wait, quick trigger warning up front. We're going to be talking about there's going to be gore. There is going to be some tortures. We won't obviously, like, get too into it. But, like, there's going to be some blood play. There's going to be breath play. There's going to be, you know, different bodily fluid good stuff. Um, Can you think of anything else, Kenya? There's a little bondage in there. There's some bondage. Sure, sure. Yeah, I guess like, people it, might need a trigger warning for that. really needs a trigger warning. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's been enslaved by this family of magicians, and they have been, like, magically torturing him. And recently, their sort of working relationship, shall we say, has gotten so bad that the family has been keeping him in a binding circle in a tiny concrete room like when he's not doing anything and sometimes they'll just leave him in there for like weeks at a time it's bad it's awful so like even when he's not physically being tortured he's being mentally tortured with solitude. solitary confinement yeah okay. exactly exactly yes. and so the magician has him caged And he's like, your task right now, hop to it, demon, is to go dig up a body and bring it to us at our sacrifice place, please. And he's like, come on, man. Really? Like, I gotta, (laughs) you're making me dig up a body? And he's like, yeah, it's not the worst thing I'm going to make you do this week. So Leon does go and he digs up that body and he takes it to this um, death cult that the family sort of runs. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they worship an ancient god, the deep one, who's who's in a mine shaft because he's watery. He's God, he's an ocean creature, question mark. And he needs three souls because there was a whole mining accident and he spared three people. And so now, two like three generations later, he needs three souls back. And then he can like come forth and take over the earth and they think, the the whole death cult thinks that if they do that, then they get, uh, they get spared. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So we watch this whole thing. We find out that one of the sons, there's two daughters and a son. One of them, one pair is twins. They're fraternal twins. And the son did do this murder on campus. And it was his first murder, you know? So, like, he was Wait, he's really... part of the death cult? 
He is. Yeah, he yeah. is. The family that have imprisoned him. Yes. Imprisoned Wait, Leon. no. Okay. Yeah, so Leon is the demon who is imprisoned mm-hmm. and enslaved. And then the twin who did the murder is the death cult guy's son. Okay, it's like a family yeah, okay. death cult situation. Okay. Yeah, generation after generation. Yeah. Three generations now are mm-hmm. part, part of the death, death cult. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we watch them do the whole thing. And then, you know, let's just cut from there. You know, like it's been a, it's been a small human sacrifice and now we get to move on. So now we meet Ray, our heroine. Yes. Do you want to tell us about Ray, Kenya? Ray is an emo girl. Yeah. Her last relationship was with a girl. She's bisexual. She's come to this town that her family is from because she's always wondered and was feel like the town is calling her. Of course it is. Uh-oh. And so she comes to this little town to go to school. And I forgot what she was studying, but it was something in the humanities anyway. Yeah, so she, yeah. She comes to this comes to this town and she has a friend she knows there so she's gonna make a new start her family went off to another country they went to another country right they went they to like, spain they yeah. went to them in spain in the sunshine and she went goes up to um this place this takes place in northern washington somewhere and mm. so she goes up there where it's all dreary and rainy all the time but it's beautiful i used to live there it's beautiful but it does rain all the time it does and so it fits her the town fits her personality i think perfectly because mm. she's very you know into her thoughts and into her emotions and she goes live to live in this little college yeah and she loves all things spooky and ghosty. And she oh yeah, has and she's a block. She's a, a podcast. Is it a podcast? She has a YouTube channel. YouTube for channel where they do paranormal ghost hunting. investigations. Yes, yes. And so, so she's very intrigued about this town, and she's heard all of these mysterious stories. So she wants to go investigate this uh, this church. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So when she gets there, she goes and visits her friend Inaya at her used bookstore because it that's hot. That's a sexy thing to own. And when she gets there, they're like going through these donated texts and she they find this book that's like handwritten and it's old as fuck. And it's spooky. And Anaya's like, oh, my God, this is your welcome to town gift. Like, this is so perfect for you that I can't even wrap my brain around it. So she gets this obvious grimoire and takes it home and then, like, just starts flipping through it. And boy, does she. As one does. As one one must, you know. (laughs) And she gets to a page where she can see, like, it's it's the demon and it's called the killer. And he's got gold eyes and it's, like, the only color in the book. And she cannot get those eyes out of her head. So she goes to school. Everything's great. And she sees like this caution tape up on one of the buildings because there was that casual murder that yes. had happened on campus. So random. <laughs> Very random murder. So she goes like up the steps and she's got her camera and she's taking spooky photos and stuff. And then this asshole comes out of the fucking mist and is like, what the fuck do you think you're doing up here? Right. And she's like, whoa. 
How dare you turn me on like that? Stop being mean to me. I like people who are mean to me. Don't do it. That's all our inner monologue, though. Yeah. (laughs) Out loud, she's like, I can go wherever the fuck I want. And as they're having this, this like confrontation. Oh, also, he's like, beautiful. 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 Blonde hair. And he's got what, like green eyes or something? They're kind of already like, I I was imagining like a tiger golden almost eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's fit AF. Um, He's got tattoos all over him. It's good stuff. He's tall. I think tall and wiry does demons good because he was like, I love the tall, you know, the tall, wiry kind of. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So he backs her up against this this school building and he's like given her what for basically and she can she's like it's so weird because as he's talking to me I can feel like my throat being constricted as if there's a hand on my throat but like nothing's touching me. And she's like gosh that does turn me on so much. <laughs> I I just I love it when they don't let me breathe and and so finally, she's like, you know what? Fine. Fuck off. I've got to go to class. Whatever. And so she storms off. And then suddenly she can feel like something on her legs. And she does fall the fuck down and drop her whole bag. And everything goes everywhere. And she looks back at the dude. And he's just like smiling at her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. So then we switch to his perspective. And we find out that he can do those nudges with his mind to make you feel sensations and that kind of thing. And this is the first time in like decades that he's been out in the world because as they're waking up this god, beasties in the forest are also waking up. Right. Yeah, so the head magician has tasked him to like guard the students because there was just that murder and they don't need any more bad press like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they really they really need to clear the way for the rest of their sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, he's not Leon the demon? He is Leon the demon. He is Leon the demon. Okay. Okay. But he's wait, in what's his confusing? human form. He's in so his he's, human form. Okay, he's in human form and he's been sent by his like he's this is his task. Okay. Yes. To be like a security guard or something. And he was like, this is what I've come to. A fucking security guard at a college. I can't believe this. I'm like a badass with demons. And they got Mm -hmm. me watching these stupid kids. Mm -hmm. He's not happy to be like out of confinement? No, he definitely is. He loves hates it. He loves hates it because humans are dumb and fragile. And he doesn't want to deal with us. He want to go do demon things you know well not to mention that he like no matter how happy he is to be outside there is the fact that the only reason he's allowed to do that is because this fuckhead is allowing him to has like commanded him to so he's very excited to like have humans to you know like hunt and and not and like feed on as far as like their energy is concerned and stuff but he's overall it's just a bad it's just a bad time in his demon life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she meets the set of twins and her friend Inaya is like friends with them. And so they're like, oh, hey, girl, like, let's get your number and stuff. And she's like, wow, they're so nice. So nice. Me. Why are they so nice? This These are really amazing people. Wow. And they get really excited when they hear her last name. Dun, dun, dun. Keep that in your brain. Yeah. Okay. So later on, 
they had been talking about like spooky shit in town. And so she's Googling this church and it's a church that's near the mine. And while she's Googling that, he like walks behind her and he's like, Hey, I thought I told you to stay out of shit. That's not your business. Right. She's like, what the fuck, man? Like I'm, I'm over here just Googling by myself. Okay. Like leave me alone. But then she gets really excited because it seems like he knows something about the church. Mm-hmm. So she follows after him and she's like almost like a puppy on his heels trying to get his attention, trying to get a story out of him. And then Kenya, do can you tell us, holy balls, what the story? He said, I only have one story from the church and that's from the last couple I took there. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Oh, my God. He says that he took a couple there. And then um, he's like, if you haven't had one man in your ass and another one in your mouth while you're bent over a pulpit, I I can tell you that the woman would probably recommend it. And she's like, oh, God, why is he so fucking hot? Really mad about it. (laughs) Really mad. DP in a church oh god she's really into it so then she goes home and she masturbates in the shower you know because what else is a person to do yeah yeah sometimes Um, you just gotta and now it's the bar Kenya okay so the bar scene was the scene that was the hottest thing well not it's the hot the first hottest thing that I love yeah because uh-huh. she's with her little tell me, friends tell me, tell me. and they're like uh, just college girls and she looks over and she sees him her harasser who has been bugging her not letting her have fun with another gorgeous guy and who's also just, super tattooed right and she sees that there's just something different about him mm-hmm. and so and, and so she's into vaping. So she leaves the bar. Because they left before and she's like, I've suddenly got to go outside. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. And, you know, she's she's brave. Like you get the sense that she's pushing herself constantly to mm-hmm. do things that she's afraid of. And if you're a person who does not like horror as I am, you're like, don't do it. Don't ever do it. You know, because she's so brave. And so she follows these two huge guys because she's described as kind of petite and short. So she's she teensy. Yeah. And so she goes out and then she they kind of make a sandwich out of her out there. Okay. While they're yeah, vaping. because wait, so she's vaping and she's trying to be all casual about it. And Zane yeah. is like, it would be a lot easier to eavesdrop if you were closer. And she's like, go. <laughs> so she goes over there and they're like, why did you come outside the bar? And she's like, I was curious. I was curious about you. I was curious. Like, are and you guys like, brothers? Don't you sense the danger? They, they're like telling her we're bad guys. And she's like, I love it. I love it. I love it down to my bones. <laughs> she asked them if they're brothers. And Zane, the other guy, is like, well, oh, no, Leon. So one of them says brothers usually don't fuck each other. Fuck each other. Yes. That's what and, Zane says. And then, then they go back and forth about how, like, sometimes brothers do. But, like, generally it's looked down upon and, like, all the things. So he then looks at her and she's sandwiched in between them. And he's yes. like, I'm going to make this game easier for you because I like playing with you particularly Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. She's like, I don't know what that means. And he's like, you can say mercy anytime. And the, the game I will love end. It. The mercy thing was so hot. God, the mercy thing was so hot. So hot. So he says, do you want to play the game? And she's like, well, what exactly is it? And he's like, well, we are out in an alley. And so the game is I make you come before anybody comes out of the bar. So I have to like do it quick. Yeah. And she is, she's like, yeah, I do want to play please and thank you. (laughs) So he's like, Zane, keep watch. And he backs her up against the wall and he does finger her and he's like saying nasty things to her in a way that is just delicious. So filthy. Oh, he has such a naughty mouth. Oh my gosh. And she can see Zane watching them and- It is, it is so much. So she, so she comes to Helen back, obviously. And Zane comes back over and he was like, that was gorgeous. Yes. And then, okay. Did his eyes glimmer? Oh yeah. His eyes are flashing gold. Yeah. So I knew, and she was like, where have I seen this before? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Okay. Do the hand thing, Melanie. He takes his hand out of her pants. He licks his index finger and then he presents his middle finger over to Zane and Zane like, just like licks all of her cum (laughs) off of his finger. Excellent. Just excellent. Yeah. And then Zane's like, always the middle finger, huh? And he's like, always the middle finger for you. Oh my God. Oh, 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 oh my God. Holy (laughs) shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. So, okay. So she goes home. (laughs) It's like casual and stuff. And then he can feel Kent, like the head magician, sort of like politely calling him. And usually Kent doesn't bother with that. He just like writes his mark. He writes his demon mark that nobody knows except the person who has the grimoire and like for just like wrenches him back to where he wants him. And so he's like weird. Kent's being nice. Like, I don't really understand, but I'll I'll humor him, see what's going on. And so he shows up where the whole family is and he realizes that Kent does not have the grimoire in his hand. Right. But what does he, he, but didn't he tell him to go kill her first? Yeah. So that's, that's his directive. When he gets there, he's like, you need to go get Ray Lawson. You need to make it look like it was an accident and you need to bring her to our special sacrifice place so that we can give her to the deep one. And he's very like, no, make me. And Kent's like, don't you defy me. And he's like, you didn't think I would notice that for the first time in decades, you don't have the fucking grimoire in your hand. You fucker. Oh boy. And so then he pounces on Jeremiah, the son. Yeah. Pounces hard. Okay, but tell... Okay, so the thing is also, if you don't have the grimoire, you can't remember the mark. Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah, so that's why... And they don't have, like, full control over him without that? No. Right. Without it, they're powerless over him. Yeah, and Kent specifically is not actually magical from himself. Like, in this lore, anybody who has the grimoire and can follow the steps can perform the magic. 
So right. without the grimoire, Kent also can't do any of his like punishment spells and any of the shit that he's been hurting Leon with for years to make him comply or oh. to punish him if his orders aren't taken seriously. So he pounces on the sun. Yeah. And he's going to murder him to death right in front of everybody. Because <laughs> he's so horrible. <laughs> he's so bad. It's just all of them are terrible. And he looks at him and he's like, release me right now. And Kent, like, does not want to. Kent is, like, trying everything he can think of to be like, do I have to? I could find the grimoire, though, like, tomorrow, you know? (laughs) And finally, Jeremiah is, like, you know, super choking. And the wife is like, release him! (laughs) And so finally he does. He's like, be gone, demon, or whatever. And uh, he's like, now that... I, like, I could at least kill everybody except Kent. Because Kent also wears, um, uh, like, amulets yeah. that, that protect him. But nobody else does. So he's like, I can kill his whole fucking family and he can't do anything about it. But he does have one magical daughter. And he's, like, eyeing her hard to be like, use your magic on him. So he fucks off. He teleports away. Mm-hmm. Wait, he... Leon teleports Leon, away? Yeah. Or, okay. Oh, and also he holds up both middle fingers as he goes. Oh, it's great <laughs> yeah. stuff. He's finally free. Yeah. So now he's like, I only need to stick around to find Grimoire and then I can go back to hell. Because as soon as he destroys, it's the last mark that's in the world at all. As soon as he destroys that, nobody can summon him ever a fucking again. But now Raylin wants to make herself a little video. Because her YouTube channel is struggling because she has so much integrity as a paranormal investigator that her videos <laughs> are quite boring. <laughs> and she's like, she's not giving up the fact that she trusts that there's magic in the world. She just hasn't found any yet. Yeah. She's like a ghost hunter, you know? And so she's like, I've got this grimoire. It also looks cool as fuck. So I'm just going to stage this stupid magic thing and I'll, I'll like do a tiny demon summoning, no big. And it'll be totally oh, no. fake and it'll be blah, blah, blah. And so she does, she chalks the thing and she puts the herbs or whatever. And she's like, you know what? I'll say the words, but I'm not going to put my blood because that's like the last thing the book tells you to do. Except that just by like, fate and the universe she does like accidentally break her chalk or something and then the chalk is sharp enough to cut her cut her question mark Hmm. yeah just a few drops roll with it it's fine yeah so it drops and then the blood takes over the chalk and then it starts steaming and then there's like mist and craziness her video camera is going the whole time yeah and suddenly a demon appears and he's got those gold eyes because that is the demon that she chose out of the book. The gold eyes she couldn't get her her mind off of. And so Leon is prepared and he's like, I'm good at this. Anytime somebody tries to fucking summon me, if they're not wearing some sort of protection, I just immediately murder them because I'm sick of people trying to enslave me, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. But when the mist clears and he's like in his hulking demon form with his fangs and his claws and everything and his gold eyes, he sees it's Raylin. And so he like quick puts it back into the human form and he's like, hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, wait a minute. You looked weird a minute ago and now you look like a human. What's going on? Yeah. And she's like, 
What the fuck do you think? Do you think this is some sort of hilarious prank that you're pulling on me? Like, I don't know how you did it, but it's bullshit. And I'm really extra mad at you right now. I don't even know how you knew I was coming here or had all the time to set up these props, but I'm big (laughs) mad about it. (laughs) And she's like, this is serious business. Yeah, I'm trying to get my YouTube channel back into, you know, living. And so he's like, girl, give me the grimoire. And she's like, I don't think so. You can't keep telling me what to do. And also, why am I so turned on? (laughs) And he's so threatening. He's like, give me that fucking grimoire. And she's like, no, I won't give it to you. And he backs her into a corner. I'm into the backing her into things. He loves it. I have like a kink for walls. Like if if someone is cornered, I'm oh, super, you super ain't into it. Yet. Oh you my gotta God. read this book. Like, oh my wow. God. <laughs> so <laughs> she somehow like gets away from him and she starts running. And he's like, you know what? This is fine. I don't need to run after her because she will come to me eventually. They always do. Cocky <laughs> asshole demon, and he's right yeah into it oh my god so now she has a minute to like do a think on the whole situation and she's like hold on she watches the video again and like she can sort of see in the video and like she also took a video on her phone and stuff she can see his features like sort of morph in and out and she's like holy fuck i think leon might actually be a demon and i accidentally did a demon summoning and so she's real worried about that but she goes to school, and so he comes to her after Clay's just, like, walking around the quad or whatever, <laughs> and she's like, I do know what you are. And he goes, oh, yeah? Say it out loud. And she's like, ah, I, just, I know what it is. You know, I know. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what the interaction is, but basically she starts sprinting. And he's, like, sauntering after her because he thinks this is wonderful and hilarious. (laughs) And he's like, demons love to hunt, so I'm going to hunt you. (laughs) So she runs straight into a church, and he's like, how fucking cliche. She runs to a church. She's so cute. (laughs) I, I love everything about her, basically. And so... He goes in there and she's like, I, it's demon, I think is what I'm going to say out loud. Demon is, you know, and he's like, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And he shows her like his gold eyes and stuff. And then he's like, not only that, but I think you're into it. And he starts like sauntering up to her again. And he (laughs) says that he can like smell her arousal and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I think you like being afraid. I think that turns you on. And she's like very, and oh, and then he's like. And I think that, like, basically you want to give me your soul. (sighs) And she's like, no, no. But then, crash, boom, slither, creak, a big giant rotting thing comes in and it does try to attack her hard. Okay. We skipped a scene where he, like, saved her on a road and she saw one of these before. It doesn't matter. Got to skip over it anyway. But these things are so horrible, though. They stink. They smell like corpses. They have like uh, ooze coming out of hollowed out eyes. Like the Ooh. descriptions that not ha- sexy. Yeah, no. that is terrifying. And no, and they've got scares- like a canine skull. Yeah, and they're ready to rip her to shreds. And so he 
goes into demon mode and she can see his claws and shit and like I think his shirt gets ripped off in the fight and she does he not gets hit injured. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Yeah. And he gets a teensy bit injured and he does kill that what's they're called Eld. So he kills yeah. that Eld and then it starts like it starts like sort of disintegrating into ooze on the ground. And she's like, gotta go. So she <laughs> runs her ass out of the church into the cemetery, but he does catch her there. Yes. And then he's like, you're going to give me the grimoire. And she's like, I really don't think I am right at this moment, especially. Um, so I don't really know what you want to do about that. And he's like, well, it doesn't matter that you won't give it to me now. You will give it to me eventually. But until then, what are we going to do with your problem? And she's like, problem? <laughs> what problem? And he goes, you're dripping for me. I can <gasps> smell it. Yes. And so he he dirty talks her into begging. He lifts her up onto a headstone, Jenny, and he's like, tell me what you want. And she, like, can't make words. And he's like, I think that you want me to ruin that cunt. I think you want me to take that little cunt and get mine and, like, break it. And and so she's she's having a very hard time. And then he's like, but you have to say it. And so she whimpers, please, please fuck my cunt <laughs> so he rips off her leggings and he goes to town on her nipples and stuff he's got a forked tongue jenny i'm sorry uh, that's an important detail yeah. that is an important detail oh you're right we get to the dick okay but is ahead. there any what else have you not Listen, mentioned no the only reason I, I forgot to mention it is because when she said you're, i think you're a demon he did do the sexiest thing and i'm very yeah. sorry i omitted it and he just like slithered out his, yeah, his forked Look, tongue i just did it and i just did it oh, to be like yeah yeah i am yeah, I and so now she all she can think about is what that tongue could do to her clit you know and yeah. boy does he show her so <sighs> He goes down on her like a champion, and she and comes super hard. Yes. Um. Wait, but before she headstone. comes, no. Okay, sorry. All right, you're right. This is important. First, she's on the headstone, and then as she's about to come, he stops and pulls away, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, this isn't cool." But it is cool because he grabs her, he flips her upside down so that her ass is right like on his chest, and her legs are over his shoulders, and he what? just like feasts on her cunt while she's upside down hanging, and he's holding her by the waist, and that's how she comes. She comes upside down with the blood rushing to her head. And uh, all of us are speechless about it, really. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so then he puts her down on the on the grass, and he does start on un undoing that belt. Yes, <laughs> and she's like a big noodle, and you know she can't really do anything. But he's he wow, do they have sex? Um, yeah. Kenya, I feel like you should talk about the dick. Please, the dick talk about is the dick. okay. So this is let me just side note. Everybody was questioning Harley about this guy's dick because it was so enormous and ridged. And she sent us to this website where they had all these monster dildos. And for the example, and let me tell you, that thing is so, it's like a dragon. It has ridges and it is so big and it's just yeah. beautiful. And who wouldn't want it? <laughs> and it's got like, it's got like bulbs on it. Yeah, like it's sort of it's in her. It's it's great. 
So she's like, there's no way that's going to fit inside me. And he's like, don't worry, girl, I'll get you there. Just checking um, all the boxes here. Yeah. Yes. Well, it won't and, fit. Oh, oh yes, gosh. Yes, it will. But the thing is, is that we've been finding out she has masochistic tendencies. Yes. And so she loves to combine her pleasure with pain. So mm-hmm. the fact that his cock is impossibly big is actually good because mm. while they're having sex, she literally says, it hurts so good. Yes. And uh, it's just magic. It's just great stuff. So he escorts her home. And then what happens? He takes her home and he asks for the grimoire again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. When they get home, her house has been broken into and the grimoire is gone. Yes. Oh. So even if she wanted to give it to him, she can't. And he doesn't tell her this, but he can smell that it was the magical sister, Everly, who grabbed the grimoire and fucked off. So he at least knows who it's with, but he doesn't know where. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Jenny, I have to read this to you. Sorry. During that sex scene, before he started doing all the, the real sexy things, this is just a snippet of the dirty talk. He says... I won't be satisfied with merely your blood, Raylan. I was shaking on my perch as his mouth came nearer. His eyes lingered between my legs, bright and inhumanly golden. Your blood, piss, sweat, come. I want it all. Mine. <gasps> Abandon your inhibitions now. You won't have use for them anymore. Oh, so sexy. It's so Holy shit. good. I told you I was going to murder you in the pants. Yeah. That is some radical intimacy dirty talk and I'm here for it. Oh yeah. yeah. He he is good and he and she's kind of into um also being like talked down to a little bit. So yeah. Uh, oh my god. She loves a degradate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so he does that a little bit. Ooh, it's nice. But in the best way though, cuz he's trying to save her life, so it's not bad. Yeah, well, and he knows that she's into it. So, like, there's a little bit of degradation thrown in. There's a little bit of, like, humiliation combined with that at, in mm-hmm. different sex scenes. It's it's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the elves attack while they're, like, in her house. And her cat has gone outside on the porch. And they just, like, grab her cat and fuck off. And so she's like, oh, my God, cheesecake. Like, I love you so much. What happened? And he's like, (laughs) God fucking damn it. I cannot let her cat be hurt. Like, look at her face. She's tearing up already. She is devastated because of the cat. And this is where we know Leon. I kind of think it was like a love at first sight type of uh, two. Yeah. Well, and he said um, early on in the book, he said that, like, once she talked back to him, he says he's fucked for this woman. He's just like, fucked. Yes. So he runs into the woods and she's like, oh, my God, I have to help him because she's the dumbest human that's ever been alive (laughs) for the whole book. Every single time he's like, stay where safe. She's like, absolutely not. I'm so fragile, but we'll come. (laughs) So she goes out there with him and she notices that he's like trying to fight off these eld while also holding her cat and like not letting the cat get hurt. And he sends her back with her cat. It's a whole thing. Oh. And he's so injured. And he's so... This is where he really gets injured, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He gets really injured. There's a couple of other scenes that oh. are hot and you should oh. read. There's like this library bullshit. 
you know but, what? but the thing the thing where she draws the she draws the circle of protection about around him are you gonna say that we're gonna go next? there next okay yeah. okay 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 yeah so things happen that you should read and then she hears like a, a skitter outside her house and she's convinced it's another eld so she goes out with a baseball bat and a knife and she goes to swing and he just like grabs it out of midair and he's like the fuck man like you're you're the worst at everything and she's like you, you stop saying true things out loud i wouldn't say she was too stupid to live i would say she was just too brave to live at mm. some in certain instances. She's Gryffindor through and fucking through. Yeah. So <laughs> so then she notices that he's putting Eld skulls like on stakes in her yard because if he's not around, seeing dead Elds will deter other Elds. Right. And so she's like so she's like did you kill all of them and and he starts going did you kill all of them yeah? like did you do all the things i need you to do and she's like she's like i'm not trying to take advantage of you you're just like the strongest being i've ever seen in my life but then she notices that he's wounded and so she says come inside and i'll nurse the wounds and he there's a stutter in his voice and his whole being and he's like inside and she's like yeah come inside and you can have a shower i'll clean you up it'll be great so he goes inside he does do the shower comes back out and she has to straddle him a bit to you know to access the wounds otherwise how could she reach them right perfectly Um, reasonable yeah yeah And during this, she's asking, she's learning all about hell because hell is like a place similar to Earth, but like bigger and better and awesomer and more dangerous. It's way more fun. I mean, they were really selling hell in this book. They really were. (laughs) And then, you know, she learns about him and she's like, are all demons like emotionally cut off and kind of assholes? And he gets real for a minute and he's like, a hundred years of torture and slavery will change a being, no matter what the being is. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a very hard time with that. And he can tell that she's getting choked up and stuff. And then finally, she's like, I want, you know, you stay here, stay on the couch, have a sleep. Because he keeps being like, don't tend my wounds. They'll just heal. It's fine. I just have to sleep for a couple of days. And she's like, okay, sleep here. Sleep on the couch. And he's like, convince me convince me to stay like tell me your (laughs) deepest darkest desires so kenya what Uh are her deepest darkest desires to be um i forget oh my god she goes through this laundry list and she's like i think about you punishing me me. oh yeah 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 yeah. i think about you hurting me humiliating me humiliating me i think about you making me bleed I think about how easily you could kill me, but you won't. Like all this nonsense. And he and he gets real turned on and he's like, I think we should try it out, don't you? And she's like, Def defsies. So <laughs> he does mentally tie her to the coffee table. Cause remember, he can do like the the nudges make you feel sensations. And so he like ties her down and he, and then he's like, you know, what do you have to say? And she's like, mercy. And then he's like, also you're a filthy little whore because you could get out of these mental bindings anytime you want. You just don't want to. And she's no, like, she Oh doesn't. my God, Leon, take me. And so he's like, does your pussy hurt from yesterday? 
And she's like, it's a little sore, yeah. And he says, beg me to use you, Ray. And she says, use me, please. <laughs> beg me to treat you like a toy. He's oh always calling her his little Why doll. Is it so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. Like, I got it right here. I'm just like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. And so he's like, well, I, it wouldn't be kind of me to fuck your pussy today because you're sore. And she's thinking to herself, I mean, I do like pain, though. And then he goes, so I'm just going to have to take your ass. And she's yeah, like, yes, ah. you were in the bus. He's going to. So he flips her over more oh mental my God. chains. He fucks her in the ass in a way and that then she just, says, yeah. He says, let me go. Please let me go. And he says, shut the fuck up. Open your <gasps> fucking mouth now. She said, I was giddy as I obeyed. Then he spit on my waiting tongue. Yes, he did. It's so hot. It's so hot. I love a good dirty kink. Holy shit. It's so hot. I don't realize how polite most of the kink that I read is compared to the kink that I have participated in. Oh, girl. Until I read something like this, and then I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, that's 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 dirty kink. That's it. I was like. It's not this, like. Very polite spanking and like, yeah, you get dirty. Oh, and he's calling her his his whole time, this whole time, like his toy, his doll, his whore, all this stuff. It's so hot. But he keeps checking in with her in the sexiest way to make sure she's okay. Yeah. And that's what I was just like, he is just like, oh, is that too much, little doll? But he's like being sincere and making sure she's okay. But it's just like... Mm. Yeah, he reminds her of her safe word every once in a while just to be sure. The consent in this book is so good, even though later on it's going to dabble in some some dubcon. So, well, or really some consensual non-consent, not dubcon. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now it gets real sweet because he feels so safe for the first time in a century that he does fall into a deep healing demon sleep that lasts for days and so she like goes to class she goes to a target she has brunch (laughs) a bunch of stuff happens and he's sleeping and then she's like you know what because he's offered her he's like i'll protect you if you trade your soul and she's like soul seems like eternity and that feels like a long time so like no no i'll figure it out on my own And so now she's thinking, well, I've heard about binding circles. I can just bind him and then he'll have to protect me. And I'll like figure out how to make him do what I want him to do. So she chalks this binding circle around him and she's outside trying to put up Halloween decorations to sort of camouflage the elf heads that are in the the yard. And they smell. So she can't like this girl is crazy. You can't hide the smell of the dead rotting flesh. Yeah. Al Ray does it. Al Ray tries. It's so funny. So, okay. So then she hears a a howl and just a rage, a rageful, betrayed scream. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, I felt safe for the first time in a fucking century. And the moment I let my guard down, a human fucking takes advantage of me and enslaves me again, basically. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so... And so she doesn't really, obviously, she doesn't understand the gravity of what she's just done, right? Like, so she says, 
I, I need you to help me. And so he roars at her. I offered you my help. And she's like, but I don't want to give you my soul. At least, you know, like not right now. I just didn't get why she did that. It was very much not the best thing to do. Yeah, it also seems sort of out of character, but I can understand that, like, she's grasping at straws. She's very, you know, she's panicking. And it's like a low-grade panic that lasts for days and days. So he finally is like, he, like, explains to her what has happened to him. And she feels real bad about it. And then he's like, if you're not going to come over here and break this fucking circle, he mind nudges her cat Cheesecake. And Cheesecake comes right over and he starts like rubbing his whole body on the chalk (laughs) and breaks that chalk up for him. But he's threatened her very deeply. Like, I'm going to fucking get you when I get out of this circle. And so he's like, it's time for your punishment. Yes, it is. And she's like, I should be punished. I should definitely be punished. Oh, no, please punish me. He, like, immerses her in blackness. Like, she cannot see anything. It's a big sensory deprivation. And then he's, like, coming at her from different angles. And she can hear his voice from different places. And... He's like, he's, you know, talking to her about everything that she did wrong. And then he gives her a little bit of light enough for her to see him taking off his belt. (gasps) And he goes, what do you think I'm going to do for your punishment? And she says, I think you're going to spank me. And he snaps the belt and he says, I'm going to whip you. (gasps) And I'm and then I'm going to like feel your cunt and show you how much it turns you on. So. Boy, does he make her bend over and holds her to the side and he whips the shit out of her. She's very into it. Then he starts fingering her and then whipping her and like fingering her more. Boy, then there's like more sex that I can't even remember which kind of sex this is now. Stratospheric sex. like That's the one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he is not playing. So. No. Yeah. Not even close. So, okay, so we got we to gotta sort of motor a little bit because we've got a lot to get through. So after this, <laughs> it sort of gets like real with the cult, basically. Like she doesn't really believe him up until this point. And then she goes to, oh, no, I'm sorry. It has to get sweet first. So after this, they're like cuddling and stuff. Yeah. And they seem to get like more emotionally intimate. And then he takes her out to the woods and she's like sitting on a tree and she feels comfortable. And he's like, oh, wow, this is great. Like, you finally believe me. You know that you're only safe with me because I'm the biggest and baddest thing in the woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's saying that, like, eventually she's going to give him her soul. It's just a matter of time. But he needs it and he wants it and it's it's driving him insane. And so he basically is like, if you don't give me your soul and do the bargain, I'm leaving. Because in uh-huh. his brain, like, he's got to get the grimoire regardless. So hmm. he's got to go find it. And she just looks at him and she doesn't say anything. And then he, like, hugs her and he kisses the top of her head. And he's like, go, go inside, go to sleep. I'll be here all night to keep watch. But I'm leaving in the morning unless uh-huh. we say otherwise. And then he's gone. And it cuts to like weeks later and the eld heads are starting to disintegrate. So that layer of protection's not there anymore. 
And then she has to go to this Halloween party at the twins' house, the evil magician twins' oh, house. Oh, no. And, I and, think that might be trouble. And at this point, she's been told, okay, don't trust these people. Now, he said this several times at this point, right? And she continues to be friends with these crazy people. Well, yeah, okay. but she is she's wary of them now. And she's like, I didn't notice it before, but they are around me like a creepy amount. You know, like I keep mm. on trying to skip lunch with them and they'll just like fucking appear ghouls that they are. So she's thinking to herself, if I don't have a demon around, I need some sort of magical weapon. And the only way I'm going to get that is to go to the party and then like search their house to find the magical weapon or whatever. See if I can right. find an artifact that will help me. It's foolhardy and dumb, but here we go. Very Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because how is she going to know what it is or how to use it or we'll just skip that. It's fine. Yeah. she Actually, it's so Scooby-Doo that she is dressed as Velma for this Halloween party. <laughs> like, it's so yes, much. That's why I stuck out in my brain. I was like, she acts, she's acting Scooby-Doo. So, it's yeah, true. Like Velma. Yeah, it was the just perfect touch, right Harley. Me. Perfect touch. So she shows up. Basically, she gets roofied by the boy twin. Mm -hmm. And she gets saved by Zane and the human that he's made a bargain with. And they literally take her to a bathroom, shut the door, and the girl puts her fingers down Ray's throat and forces her to throw up. That's how Whoa. serious it gets. Yeah. And then she opens the door and Leon is standing there. And it's the first time she's seen him in weeks. And he's got a mask on, but she can tell by his golden eyes. And so she like leaps into his arms. Then the human has got a, a bit of a bone to pick with Leon. And Leon. so she sort of like, you know, wields a knife at him. And he does lick that knife and cut his tongue. And he's like, see you later. I gotta go blood make out with my girlfriend now. <laughs> So then they do this very hot blood makeout um, on the man's the evil magician's bed, which yeah. I was that is some revenge right yeah. there. Yeah, because so demons Into love it. marking things, and we've learned that Zane has a tongue ring, and and um, Leon has a has an earring from mm -hmm. when they were together. They like marked each other with piercings. And so they're standing in the hallway and she's like, I need you to find this magical implement with me. And he's like, no dice, not going to happen. And then he goes, unless if I help you with this, will you let me mark you? Because he's been talking about piercing her nipples, Jenny. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's like, cool, cool sauce. You, I will bite the bullet and like get over my fear and you can pierce my nipples. And he's like doing a dance and they go into the guy's room and she's Which, like very anxious. Why is this so good. It's so good. Why does every, it have all the things. Every single it's fucking that, page. It's everything, Jenny. Everything. Like I, uh, when she's so, kneeling. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Oh no, no. no. So he, she. Uh, I don't remember exactly how it happens, but basically they're both like, we need a distraction, and. He's like, yeah, I think that you need like a demonic fucking distraction. And she's like, yeah. no, yeah. I don't. But there's a twinkler in her eye. And he's like, oh, it's like that, is it? And she's like, it's exactly mm. like that. And then so she goes running and he goes after her. Okay. And now it becomes this whole consensual non-consent game. Then she's on her knees, Kenya. And I think you need to take over. She's on her knees and he's standing over her just so 
demonic i guess he has on leather right doesn't he have on like black leather he's in a full like tactical costume okay and then so she's like balaclava and everything and and she's so she's kneeling before him and and, you know she's talking about she needed a way to uh, protect herself and then he takes the little Velma out and he's telling her how he's going to pierce her nipples. And, uh-huh. and he's totally like has her under his control in the bed. And she is experiencing all of these feelings that, you know, if you've ever been a sub, you feel when you're like being totally controlled. And yeah, she's having all the emotions. Look, I'm about to have with some now, too. <laughs> so he looks at her and he's like, open your mouth. And she says, no. And he's like, do I have to make you? And she says, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, hurt me. And he's like, you understand that I'm a demon and I'm like incredibly strong. And she goes, you're not going to actually hurt me, but hurt me. And then he like slaps her hard and she's very into it. And then he's like, is that what you want? And she looks at him and she goes, hurt. She goes, fucking hurt me, asshole. And so he's, he just slaps her over and over and over again. And then he's like, open your mouth. And he says, don't you understand that you're mine? And I cherish what's mine. And I take care of what's mine. God, it's incredible. I'm just sitting here like a fucking goldfish. Yeah. Like, bah. It's so incredibly immersive when you read it, too. Like, you're in the moment. <laughs> It's so yeah, weird. completely. So then he puts her on the bed again and she tries to fight him and they have sex there. And he calls and her a filthy little slut. And, God, there's so much yes, dirty he talk. He rips the stockings. The whole thing is just oh, like yeah. the whole dub con, nun con thing is just yeah. so beautiful. Like the top of my ears. It's Harley, just, you're in my head. Yeah. Get out and of my he's head. like, oh, so wet. Leon withdrew his fingers, leaving me gasping and held them up in front of my face. My arousal glistened on his skin, welling between his fingers as he spread them. He laughed darkly, giving my head a rough shake. Such a filthy girl. You love being thrown around, huh? Open your mouth. <laughs> so- <laughs> oh my God, Jenny, you have to read this book. <laughs> Consider my pants murdered. Uh, thank you, right? And we're not even... We got to speed now, and I don't know how to do it. So, listen. They, we can speed through the end, because, you know, the yeah. end... Like, but this Plot. is what Jenny wants. This, this the end is, like, yeah. it's cool yeah. and cinematic, but, like, you should read it, and I don't want to tell you about it. So... So, okay, listen, they go down to the basement. They find, like, the secret hatch to get down to the basement. And he's being triggered because that is where they kept him. And it's sad. Um, It's it's very sad because you get to see that he's in this, like, maybe four by six cell. It's totally dark. And it's, like, just maybe a cup and a... I forgot. It was, like, it was so sad. It's horrible. And so she sees it. And he's just, like, trying to stay cool and like be okay and she starts crying and she hugs him and he's like i don't i don't understand how this perfect fragile incredible being is crying for me and feels this much for me and i want to hold her back but i'm like fighting against all of my instincts to push her away because that's weakness 
Oh my God, it's so good. And they do get her some sort of magical knife and then they fuck off. Oh no, then they go upstairs and Kent, the bad magician is there. And Kent does a big villain monologue about how she'll love being served up to the God and burr, burr, burr. And then they leave. He does let them go because he's like, You'll, you're going to die, but it's not going to be today. And so he lets them go. And now a new, there's, there are new creatures that are coming after her. They're called like golems and stuff. And they're, they're very serious business. Uh He's fighting it. And like somehow the golem can like grab her by the brain and sort of like, like, like telekinetically take her to the mine, except that he keeps he's like in the real world fighting with the golem and so she keeps on like going back and forth between the mine and the the like real life where she is and then he does kill that golem and he's like carrying her away now he takes her to a hotel yeah the hotel whole thing was really crazy holy shit it's time to <laughs> pierce her nipples everybody he pierces um, her nipples a nipple piercing yeah it's and it's such an it's like almost like it's a marriage the way that it was very ceremonial mm, yes. when he pierces her and it was like you could tell that the whole piercing thing means a lot to Harley because the he, Leon was very into it and he had like all of these special implements and talked a lot about how much he wanted to cherish her and everything and he said he said something like I'm not a jealous being but I don't like the idea of you playing without a mark that shows everyone that you're mine above all. Very hot. But here's here's what I need to set up for you, Jenny, because I've gotten my my nose and I have a Monroe pierced, but I have mm. I haven't done any other piercings. And now I feel like I've been really deprived because yeah. of the way in which this happens. He shows up with like goodie bags and he's like, I did get this monster dildo and also a vibrator. And he's like, got all the piercing implements around and he suctions the dildo onto the ground and he's like, mount it. And so uh, she lowers herself onto it and he's like directing her to fuck this dildo on the ground while he uses a vibrator on her and then he hands her the vibrator and then he's like baby girl oh my god he started to call her baby girl when he was she was doing that that transformational blowjob back in the the other place sorry so she so he's doing that and then he does pierce her nipple and that's what makes her like come into oblivion this time yes like the pain of that and then he does it again and so now she's pierced. Um, okay, and then they get a call that Kent the Magician is dead. And they get a call from, like, the girl twin? And she's running in the woods, basically, being like, I let you my dad's dead. Like, I did it. You're safe now. And so they're like, we should go home. And Kenya. But you- she's like, she's like, we should go home. He was like, no, the fuck, you should not go home. <laughs> yeah, he's like... There's like a whole like cults, like there's many people who are in right. this shit, you know. And he's like, but I mean, my lady wants what she wants, so here we go. <laughs> they go back, and then she needs snacks, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. he's in a he's in a truck driving her, and she like straddles him to be like, I think you're so hot, and then he spanks her, and he says, you better get in there right now, or the only snack you're going to have is my cum down your throat. I cannot handle this book. Um, that really guy, stuck out for was, me, yeah. personally. <laughs> 
to be clear, in case anybody is confused, mm. in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, in a good way. Yes. I'm only being told about it and can barely handle yeah. how good it is. Yeah, it's really good. It's so good. So she gets accosted by the boy twin Jeremiah and a bunch of his cronies. And they, like, they like board up the, the doors with the metal and stuff. And Leon finally gets in there. And Jeremiah's like, wow, it really took you longer than I thought it would. And he starts lopping off the heads of all the cronies. Because Jeremiah's like, I did sacrifice my sister, so I've got two sacrifices under my belt now. And the god has chosen me. Yeah. So Leon goes to attack Jeremiah because, you know, he's supposed to be a flimsy human. But he's got god power now. He got god power. Crazed with power. That's not good. He's got, like, black shit coming out of his mouth and stuff. But he can fight real good. So they get away from him and go back to the cabin. They keep going back to, like, her house (laughs) where (laughs) everybody knows she lives. It's, It's very funny. And he sits her on his lap because apparently they think they have, like, all the time in the world. And she's this close to being like, I want you to have my soul. Because they've had Mm -hmm. a couple of conversations where she's been like, I think about this bargain of yours all the time. Right, right. It just seems like a really big commitment, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he's like, don't worry, we've got time. So it's like on the tip of her tongue, but they hear this otherworldly like universe tearing scream out in the wilderness Mm -hmm. and he goes oh fuck that crazy man summoned a reaper right and suddenly he's like no longer cocky oh he told her earlier that like he didn't have his mark from the grimoire yet and that's why he was still around but in this moment he's like You need to get as far away as fucking possible. And she's like, you're going to join me. And he's like, you need to get as far away as possible. He hands her his page out of the the grimoire with his mark on it. And he's like, summon me. And if I can come to you, I I will. will. And Jenny is so intense. It's pulse. It is. I know. I'm like, tell her. Okay, tell me what happens. Tell me what happens. It was pulse pounding. I was scared as shit reading it. This thing, this Reaper is the most powerful. Wait, can I read a section before we get to the Reaper? I'm so sorry. Because it's like, it's like one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. Okay. Okay, So she's saying like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Because she realizes that he's basically saying goodbye to her. And he's expecting not to be able to be summoned because he's going to be very dead by this Reaper. And so he says, don't say you're sorry. His voice was just a whisper as he backed away, putting distance between us as if he was afraid I'd cling to him again. No human is ready for forever, and forever is all I have. But you gave me a part of your life when mortal lives are so short. He laughed softly. I suppose saving your soul could be as good as owning it, so you'd better fucking survive. He glanced back at the trees as a freezing wind ruffled his hair and another cry shattered the night. As the awful sound faded away, he said, You should know that I love you, for whatever that's worth. Stay alive. Don't waste your mortal life. Jesus, fuck. It was so deep. Like, Can you okay, now tell us about this reaper? I don't have a crush on Harley anymore. I am mad at her because... <laughs> it's a full-blown obsession. fucking Listen. bar. Like... I'm, I'm stopping. The rest of us have to live up to this. 
so the reaper is like the strongest thing in hell other than satan himself yeah they're like the satan's princes or whatever they're right hand men and they're the only things that can fucking kill a demon Mm-hmm. And they are big and monstrous and I kind of want a reaper to have a like <laughs> a reaper to have a fall in love I, know you say I think it could be fun when you just mentioned Satan I was like oh but what about him I know I know so you see this whole fight it is gory and great he gets Brutal. like his insides Brutal. taken out of him and stuff oh my god it's so horrible yeah it's I mean it's good though you know yeah it's good like horrible but good yeah yeah And then she's on the road and she's like, oh, my God, I can't let him sacrifice himself for love. And so this bitch turns around. She turns around and she goes back and she like finds him and kneels at his feet. And he's like, get away. You got to go run. (laughs) And so she's going, how do I give you my soul? How do I give it to you? Like, you have to tell me how to do it. He can barely talk because he's just obliterated and he's choking on his own blood and stuff. And finally, he goes, he goes, my mark into your flesh and blood. Yeah. And then... She's like, okay, I I guess I'm going to try to leave. But then Jeremiah and at least two dozen of his cronies show up and they're all in their white. Listen, the this cult wears like white robes and a white hood, which is like always a bad look. It does not matter yeah. how you're doing it, you fuckers. They're wearing a stag mask, but I still got lots of KKK vibes. So KKK vibes for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hate it. Hate it. Kill it with fire. I think they were trying to do the Druid thing, though. They so were, yeah. Th- they were trying to do the Druid thing. But this is what's crazy. They're wearing all this white and muddy-ass woods. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the laundry bill alone. <laughs> yeah. The moms in the group are like, no. Don't do fuck that. that. Who's cleaning that? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So they take her and he can she can hear jeremiah like poking leon and and leon is crawling in between her and jeremiah and he's like still still trying to fight them even with his intestines like on the ground and so they take her and now it's sacrifice time so they do a ceremony and they carve a, a rune into her skin and then they toss her down the mine. And she like hits the wall a couple of times, lands in some water, but like she's mostly okay. And sees the sister down there who's rotting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sister is very dead oh, at the bottom of that mine. And she's the only one that they didn't kill before tossing her down there, which I found very convenient, Harley, and I don't mm-hmm. hate it. So... She's still got all her clothes on, and that means that she still has her magic knife in her boot. She still has his grimoire page in her back pocket, and she has a lighter. So she's lighting her way through the tunnels. She runs into a monster, and that forces her to dive under a pool and do a big swim for her life. She's following a voice that's being like, come here to me. Come Come to me. me." (laughs) Saying in the water. It's so creepy. It's so so creepy. You're going to be so scared when you read this part. It was so creepy and scary. It's so much. So now she's in this big cavern that's obviously been inhabited before. And she's like, like, fuck. Um, There's a little bit of light, but she doesn't know where it's coming from. It's obvious there are no ways out. And she's like, you know what? I know Leon is dead. I know that it's like past any sort of like symbolic gestures. 
but yeah. fuck it. I'm going to grab his grimoire page and I'm carving his his symbol no, into my but, leg. But first oh, yeah. thing is like, I, you belong to me now. And she was like, I might die, but I still won't fucking belong to you. I love how yeah. defiant she was at the end. And that's when yeah. she carves Leon's name into her flesh. And he can hear her saying like through the universe, mm-hmm. I'm yours. I only want to be yours, basically. So then she does this big standoff with this tentacle god. There's a lot of magic shit that happens. Uh, she does a stabby stab. And basically the god is very mad because as it's trying to consume her and, like, make it part of its its never-ending suffering and, like, screams and stuff, she says, I can't be yours because I'm already Leon's. And he's like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> and then she does the stabby more. He mad as hell. He wants to kill her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but she does get out of his tentacle. And then, like, somehow she gets out of, like, the god realm and into the water of the mortal realm. And then suddenly Leon's there and he's scooping her up. Yeah. Because if you give a demon your soul, they get a lot of power. And that power magically, when she gave him her soul... He magically was able to get like this superhuman, super demon strength and rejuvenate and get better. Yeah. And he stitched himself right up because of her energies. So now he's got her very wonderfully and conveniently. Jeremiah and the whole cult gets killed and burned down by someone else. And Mm -hmm. then that's it. They're together forever now. Right. What else happened? Yeah. He's like, try to stop doing stupid shit. And uh <laughs> Yeah. And, and we're gonna so what does their HEA look like? Are they going to hell? Or are they going back to the cabin? Okay, so what they does are him going having to, her soul mean. They're going to be together and then when she dies, they live on so once you give your soul to the demon, you live out your natural human life, but when you die, you go to hell and you are like an immortal. Mm-hmm. Huh. So you get to be a demon, you get you get immortality, which the way they setting it up kind of making you want to die and go to hell. A little yeah, bit, I like was like, fun. let that god kill you, dude. <laughs> like, who cares? You and Leon will like ride yeah. into the sunset of hell. But the earth gods are not like Satan and God. They're just like for the earth. So yeah, if you, yeah. If you die for them, you just feed into the pain and suffering of earth. You know, hell hell is for pleasure, and then heaven is for holiness. <laughs> so yeah, like rethink some things. Yeah, she's like, you're making hell sound really good. Like, what's it's going on in heaven? Real good. And he's like, there are too many rules in heaven. Like, I don't even want to go there. And yeah. she's like, neither do I. I like the rules that you give me. Oh, I forgot to tell you when he was doing that spank session with the belt. Mm-hmm. He did very sexily growl into her ear that if they were in hell, he would be doing this in public because yes. there's nothing more that demons love than the sweet suffering of a willing sub. Yes. Oh, so she has a lot to look forward to. Boy, does she. Yeah. 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 This book is perfect from start to finish. It will scare you. It will murder your pants. Uh-huh. Um, in a way that's very Check. real. Check. Yeah. The dirty talk wow. is exquisite and like will make you rethink um your limits. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 
it and, and what I loved about it, and this goes back to what you were saying about what I consider bonkers, is like the whole concept of hell being misery and the whole idea of totally devoting yourself to somebody and like you giving them your soul like that. I recalibrated a lot of my thought mm. processes around that. That was what was so bonkers about it. Also being scared to death, being titillated and like, <laughs> like, okay. Like my husband got a confusing lot. pants feelings. Yes. <laughs> it was no confusing. I was totally hot. Cause I totally love being a submissive. So, you know, unashamedly. And mm-hmm. I was like, love this book so much (laughs) yeah like every time he looked at her and he was like your fear turns you on like fear does it for you I was like well it does for me too now so here we are (laughs) thank you for that thank you so much Harley Jesus if if you're gonna do horror do it like this and I was like team demon now I was like who else got demon books but wait till you read the her soul for revenge oh my god her soul for revenge looks so yeah the whole series is gonna it's fantastic oh my god yeah all right yeah i need some aftercare i do too i need to be tended to Mm -hmm. i (laughs) have been wrecked yeah Mm -hmm. thoroughly kenya what do you have for aftercare for aftercare to come down from this, you would probably need Naima Simone's Road to Rosebud. <laughs> that will take you, it's, it's, it's a perfect, like, little hug, small town, and deliciously filthy. And mm-hmm. it, it will give you there is a widower mayor, and Sydney, who comes from the, the black sheep, comes back to town, and she's pregnant. But, and I begged Naima, I was like, don't make her pregnant. But honey, the pregnant sex was hot. (laughs) They don't do pregnant. Only Naima. Only Naima Simone. And I was like, that's the perfect, like, little cuddle after y'all will see me stroking an invisible something. (laughs) I love it. And that would be the perfect, like, just calm down after that wild ride from Harley LaRue. It's like, you know. Yeah, it's like angsty and sexy. Angsty and, and sexy and yes. the small town romance we deserve. Yes. And I will also say I loved his leading lady too. If you want a little bit oh. more ah! spicier, kind of sexy romp, kind of enemies to lovers type of situation, which I absolutely that, you know, if you want to ratchet up the heat a little bit, then that would be the perfect amuse boost. you you don't want to go down too far like you know if you want to step it down then you would do her soul to take his leading lady then come on down just settle down into you know bliss with uh, (laughs) road to roseville (laughs) that's perfect that would be a journey that's right that's a journey downward you know Oh, it's so good. At one point in this book, she's crying and she's like, I'm so sorry, I'm crying because it's so intense. And he's like, don't apologize. You can come down however you want. And that is what that reminds me of. (laughs) The Mm. whole journey down. Okay, mine is if you want 
<laughs> if you want like monster still and you still want like a little bit dark and like post-apocalyptic or whatever, but you still like want humor and adorableness combined with that because we we were looking for our artist for the soul eater art and he did a couple that was like he did eden the purple monster the purple monster best mm-hmm. friend and for some reason it just like got stuck in my brain and i could not get it out until i read eden and i finally had time to so i read eden and i'm also halfway through the third book the reich and so those are Lily Maine's monstrous series. The sex is hot. Boy, it's it's great, great stuff. And Eden is just this wonderful mix of sweet and adorable and still like filthy mouthed. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. So yeah, like monstery, Yay. but not quite as dark. Hmm. Yeah, it's still got like intensity, but it does not quite as like gore, horror, right. scary, dark. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine is a TV show that I need. I need romance readers to watch it because I don't think romance readers are gravitating to it, and I need to be able to talk about it. So it is The Last Kingdom. It's on Netflix. It's a historical drama that is set when the Vikings invaded Britain. So it's like the Vikings and the British kind of constantly at war with each other. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those shows that covers like a whole generation. So I don't know. The first season, I think I hated. I skipped a couple of episodes because I was watching it with my husband and I was like, I'm over this. Like the women keep getting killed. I'm not interested. Right. The lead character was just like pissing me off. Like he's so arrogant and makes stupid choices and I couldn't handle it. But then you realize they've done that because they take him from like a very young man to like the the last season that's about to air. It's like his kids are at play. So they had to give him room to like really have a massive arc. (laughs) And it's so satisfying when he gets to the other end. But the reason I'm suggesting it is because the romance beats in it are like a fucking plus. Like they don't always end with an HEA and you have to kind of headcanon it. But when they're happening, holy fuck balls. One of the instances, she gets kidnapped by like Viking brothers and is like being held and one of them falls for her Mm -hmm. and they have this like romance and the guy comes in and is going to like, I don't know, rape her or something. And he's like smashes the guy and is like, she is precious. And and then a different couple in the most recent series is... Again, like she's being held hostage and this other guy comes in and like slaps her and he walks in as it's happening. And the guy, this like big swaggering Viking guy is like, oh, is this the game we're playing where we hit those who are weaker than us? And like fucking starts smacking oh the my guy God. around and, and like does the half smile thing and is like, I like this game. And like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's a lot. It speaks to me in a very visceral way. (laughs) Yeah. That's hot. That's hot. I love it. That sounds great. You know, I I was looking at that series. I'm glad you mentioned it. I have to give it a try. I'm definitely going to. You have to just like blow through. And he's got like these men who are his family and they're also hot. And they have this like brotherhood camaraderie thing that is just so like funny and charming and you I think you have to watch you have to just like suffer through the first couple of seasons 
<laughs> to get to these guys being introduced. And then as soon as they're introduced, it like, oh, it's so good. I love it. Yeah. I uh, love it. You know, I love Vikings. So I'm 100%. I, I will I put it on my watch list. But you have to also talk to me about it because I'm <laughs> going to force somebody to watch it. So they can talk to tell me it. as they get to the romance beats and are like, oh, shit, it's happening. I've been eyeballing this series, so I'm watching it. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll text you because your number's on this text thing. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, all right. Kenya's books. Yes. The most recent you one got... is The Chronic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I sent to you, Melody. You yeah. It. The Chronic is Miracle and Chris. It's the fourth book in the Mogul series. And Miracle is a carefree autistic girl. And Chris the Chronic, Kyriakis, a.k.a. The Rock, is the biggest star in the universe. And he just falls madly in love with her, y'all. It's best friends to lovers. Mm-hmm. Deliciously filthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Oh, of course. And you just go on the journey of them discovering each other, themselves, and falling in love. And it's just, you know, people are saying they like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it comes out on the 18th, or it came out on the 18th, so. I think I saw Naima trying to yell at you about how good it was, and you, like, weren't picking up, so she had to take to the internet. (laughs) I was homeschooling! (laughs) We don't want your excuses. (laughs) Listen, we talked. It was was great. She had me crying. My husband was like... If you keep crying every time somebody says they love the book, you it's gonna be a long two weeks. You're so. gonna be dehydrated. Is what's yes. gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. Unless somebody forces me to swallow their cup. Yeah, I. That's right. <laughs> and, and like in the book, just you know, slide the book. Everybody needs snacks. Is what's <laughs> true in the world. No, I'm I'm like obsessed with Miracle. She's like she's so sweet and she's so strong and she's so decisive. Mm. I oh I love her. Oh my Thank gosh. Thank you. Thank you. I just Yay. I had fun writing that book. Fun and torture. It was torture too. So. That's how it should be. If people are going to follow you online, where should they do that? Everywhere I am Kenya Gory Bell. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Kenya Gory Bell. That's where I am. Awesome. And we'll link that in the show notes, too. Thank you so much for bringing this glorious, glorious book into our lives. Oh, my God. I'm never going to be the same. It's so good. Yeah, we've got to read the whole series now. Like, we're committed. Yeah. Thank you, Kenya. Thank you for listening. Next week, we're joined by Monica Corwin to recap the first book in the Mary Gentry series, A Kiss of Shadows by Laurel K. Hamilton. I'm over the moon to be covering one of the original queens of bonkers. (laughs) If you like the show, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I don't know, force a couple of your best friends to listen to us. Tell the bank teller. Do it, do it. Tell your favorite barista. (laughs) They need to know. You can find the Temple of Defiant Joy on our website, bonkersromance.com slash temple. By joining, you support the show. You also get the final episode of each month. In the next couple of weeks, you can hear Melody tell me about book two of Harley LaRue's Demon Goodness. Holy shit, they're stabbing. 
They're stabbing. Jenny, get ready. They're stabbing. Sexy stabbing? Oh, I can't even talk about it right now, <gasps> lest I combust. Okay. Dirty tease. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can become a member of the Bonkers Book Club and so much more starting at $5 a month. If you want to see what we're doing on socials, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and most especially TikTok. We're having a ball over there. <laughs> we are at Bonkers Romance. And we have a Facebook group, The Altar of Defiant Joy. But if you want to email us, really get old school about it, that's bonkersromance at gmail.com. And throw our Adminitar Stacy some love yeah. while, while you're out there. She's yeah. doing the good work. Oh, <laughs> she's doing the most, and we love it. All right, go enjoy your next Bonkers read, and remember... If your characters end up in a carriage, the least you can do is make it an oral scene. I mean, that's all we want. <laughs>